right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday. It's April the 12th of 2021. Spent two nights watching WrestleMania. Did you get enough wrestling in? I watched a whole bunch of it. My wife, uh, toward the end of Saturday night, said, wait a minute, there's two nights of this? (laughs) You know, because it's like a marathon. Sometimes like, you know, three, three and a half hours. And then she thought, oh good, I did my wife part. I watched night one. Right. Well, then there was night two. Mm. She didn't spend as much time with me last night watching night two. So uh, today is Monday. Anybody excited about Monday? Yay! Yeah, you know, I don't have to be me until today. Call it an early weekend. Call it going off the deep end. Call it what you want. I made up my mind. Let's hear y'all. I don't have to be me till Monday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I ain't gonna face reality. And reality hits you in the face this morning. So get up and get moving, right? Yeah. Uh, so today, a couple of things we can celebrate. It is National Licorice Day. And you'll celebrate that. I will not. Yeah, the black licorice. Ugh. My favorite. I would much rather have the black licorice than like those red Twizzlers. Twizzlers makes make mouths happy. That's their tagline. Is it? Yeah. What about, do they have any of the black licorice? I don't think they do. As Twizzlers? They know it's gross. Because most people would not enjoy those, but I would. Uh, Also, National Library Workers Day today. So if you have a library worker in your life, Hamster Day today. And a big day as well for those of you who are fans of food. Because uh, today is National Grilled Cheese Sandwich Day. Yum. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) They say the grilled cheese is America's second favorite melted cheese food. Behind only pizza. Okay. So grilled cheese comes in second. I was kind of thinking like, what about queso? What about nachos? What about mozzarella sticks? I mean, all that stuff. So the way it kind of stacks out as far as melted cheese foods, and I'm not sure who does a study like this, but it's pizza number one, then grilled cheese, then mac and cheese, cheeseburgers, and there's some other stuff on there as well. My kids lunch and dinner. It's all they want. It's cheese. cheese. Basically turn into some cheese. Uh, So you can celebrate the grilled cheese sandwich today. Uh, When I make mine, I put a tad bit, a little light bit of mayonnaise on there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And sometimes if I'm really, if I'm really kind of feeling myself that day, I put a lot of mayonnaise. That way it kind of falls out the side. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. And see, I can put mayonnaise on a grilled cheese and not tell Leslie and Kai. And they're going to love the grilled cheese. I do that too, to my family. as soon as I tell them it's on there, this is disgusting. (laughs) Can I have another one? And there's something about the grilled cheese. Typically in your pan, Uh the first grilled cheese always comes out the best. And then everyone after that is a little more burned. So by the time I get to mine, I'm basically (laughs) eating a charred grilled cheese sandwich. Right. Your family gets the good ones. Yeah, they get the good ones. I get the bad one. Because at the end of the day, who comes last in in family dynamics? here we go. Yeah, the dad comes last. 100% of the time. At least in my house. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I have a little bit of an issue, and I want to give advice this morning for anybody who's about to go clothes shopping. Uh, don't buy jeans if you have the vision you're still losing weight. Oh, yeah. Because I've tried, made more of an effort over the last month to try to drop a few of the LBs. Uh, and I've noticed as I'm dropping some LBs that the jeans I bought just a couple of weeks ago 
all of a sudden start to look a little bit more baggy. Uh-huh. And do you know how aggravating that is when you go out and you find a pair of jeans that fits perfectly in the store? Uh-huh. And then you buy a couple of them because you're like, hey, this is my fit. And then all of a sudden you drop a couple LBs and all of a sudden your fit looks ridiculous. That's kind of what I'm feeling right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I almost want to gain weight back. Wait, what do you have on right now? Oh, it's these Levi's I bought. And some jeans kind of stretch out and end up kind of... Throughout the day, they're a little yeah, bit baggier. 100%. And these kind of, especially if you go into like wearing them on day two, oh my gosh, just call me Hammer. You can't touch this. I'm wearing my Hammer pants. You can't touch this. That's what I feel like in these jeans. away in those things. You can't touch this. So, anyway, the advice is if you are trying to lose a couple pounds, wait until you lose the weight uh-huh. to go buy new stuff. Yeah. Because the last thing I need to do is cinch up the waist because I can belt them. You know, I can cinch up the waist a little bit with the belt. No. But you could keep them because Mm -mm. you've had, I mean, if, if anything shows, um, I don't know what's, what's, I don't know if the the word I'm looking for is experience. Um, um, you've done it before. So I've done what? Go ahead. You've lost weight before. So maybe this is to me too. Maybe you need to keep those pants. And then if you gain a little bit of LBs back, you just have them. So you don't get upset that you can't fit in your other ones. Take it from me. Some standby jeans. A lot of other women out there. Got my standby jeans over here. Yes. You have to have your fat jeans. Well, thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. I'm not saying that. Oh, come on. Tough room. so sensitive. Welcome to Monday, (laughs) y'all. She's already called me fat. It's 612. Let's throw one back uh, on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 2011 and Thompson Square had the number one song in country music on this day. Are you going to kiss me all night? Are we going to do this so ago today this was the number one song in country music it was the best thing kiss that i ever had except for that long one after that and i knew if i wanted this thing to last sooner or later i'd have to ask for your hand so i took a chance bought a wedding band and got down on one knee oh yeah and you smiled and said to me are you gonna kiss me all night? Are we gonna do this or why? I think you know I love you a lot. I think we got a real good shot. Are you gonna kiss me all night? Shauna and Keeper, they're the Thompsons. Thompson Square. So we planned it all. Square 10 years ago. Are we gonna do this or why? Look at all the love that we got. It ain't 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up and let's do Monday together, y'all. I mean, we're kind of like you. We're in the same boat. We're like, oh gosh, it's Monday. Mm-hmm. And we can either make today like, you know, a great day or we can go through it and go, I can't wait until this day's over. <laughs> I'll tell you, I lean toward I can't wait until this day's over. Yeah. But I will force myself today to say, hey, we get to do this again. We get to kick off a new All week. Right. We're lucky just to be here today. You are correct. So welcome to Monday. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. So you have waited. You have anxiously waited, patiently waited. You have waited for information on your favorite friends. And we have the info. At least partial info today. The Friends Reunion has wrapped. No one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your love lasted away. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. When it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year, but I'll be there for you. So here's the news. The entire cast is back. We're talking Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matthew Perry, David Schwimmer, Matt LeBlanc, all back. And Kelly, they were all back on the original soundstage that they filmed Friends on. And there's even talk that they filmed some stuff out there at the old Water Fountain deal. Oh my goodness. Which if you think back, that's iconic. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's all them. You know, we didn't know who they were at first on Friends. And all of a sudden they became... These mega stars, and at one point, the highest paid actors on television. So here's what we know. They have uh, wrapped filming of the entire reunion special. It's going to air on HBO Max later on this year. As far as details, we're not exactly sure, but if you go to social media, you might be able to see some sneak peeks and some footage and some pictures of they the entire crew together. to us, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're great. So, friends and the reunion, get ready, y'all, because it's coming, and it's coming to HBO Max. Gotcha gossip on possibly one of America's future presidents. If you smell what the rock is cooking. All right. According to a new poll, 46% of Americans would support a presidential run from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So he posted a screenshot of the poll and he responded saying this. Humbling. I don't think our founding fathers ever envisioned a 6'4", bald, tattooed, half-black, half-Samoan, tequila-drinking, pickup-truck-driving, fanny-pack-wearing guy joining their club. But if it ever happens, it'd be my honor to serve you, the people. He's got my vote! Dude, I'm telling you. He's got my vote. (laughs) If he makes a ticket, he will be president. I know. But, I mean, it's not far-fetched because think of this. Ronald Reagan, actor, turned president. Arnold Schwarzenegger, actor, turned governor of California. Jesse Ventura, governor of Minnesota. Donald Trump, celebrity, turned president. Crazier things have happened. So keep it in the back of your mind, people. 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson as president of the United States. And I'm just going to say this. I do believe, and I could be wrong, I believe he's more universally popular than any of the other ones. I agree. Like, I think most people, guys, girls, kids, you know, elderly. Yes. He does good things. He is smart. I know. He could be president. Of course, you'd have to take a massive pay cut to do that. Right. But anyway, hey, got you gossip on Justin Timberlake. There is uh, evidently somebody out there who says that he was a stylist with Janet Jackson. And they're talking about the Super Bowl. You know, the infamous wardrobe malfunction. And this guy, the stylist who is working with Janet Jackson to get ready for the Super Bowl, says this was completely not a wardrobe malfunction. Justin Timberlake had the idea to do this. And here's the reason the stylist says Justin wanted to do that. He wanted to upstage Britney Spears, Madonna, and Christina Aguilera from the VMAs. He wanted to have more talk than that. His initial idea was Janet was going to be walking away and he was going to accidentally step on her dress. It was going to pull the dress off, revealing revealing underwear. And somehow along the way, they decided to go with... Uh, the reveal. Even further. Yeah. Exposure. So, Justin Timberlake, oh. was it his idea all along, y'all? Here's the wild thing. If it was his idea, and he took really none of the heat for it, <laughs> and then there's poor Janet out there. The stylist says, man, he's being accurate 100% Justin Timberlake, uh, Justin Timberlake's idea. Got you gossip on Olivia Rodrigo. So you know this talented artist from this song right here. And I know you weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. Oh, and I just can't imagine how you could be so okay. Now that gone. I guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. You said forever, now I drive alone past your so here's the thing. She's been singing about having her driver's license, and she does, but just like the rest of us, there's a couple of skills she needs to work on. So one of those skills being parking, she posted a photo on her Instagram stories of a parking ticket that she got and captioned it, quote, this driving stuff isn't all fun and games. So at least she isn't taking herself too seriously. She also has a brand new song out right now called Deja Vu. Here's what it sounds like. So when you're gonna tell her we did that too she thinks it's special but it's our reuse that was our place i found it first i made the jokes you tell to her when she's with you do you get deja vu when she's with you do you get deja vu so is all of this about a breakup Yes, I think the whole album is about a breakup. Again, it's Olivia Rodrigo, and that's Deja Vu. And a lot of people are describing her as like the modern-day Taylor Swift yes. for today's younger generation. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she goes from being a Disney star to this. I know. And it seems like it almost happened overnight. And, of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got gotcha you gossip. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there's a website that has covered the 15 classic rock songs, right? And they're talking about these 15 classic rock songs that people immediately recognize as soon as they hear the first part of the song. Okay. So I thought today. Oh, no. We would put Kelly to the test. Ooh. So I'm going to pick, I don't know, let's do seven or eight of these, okay? Okay, and what genre is this? This is classic rock. Oh, no. What? I'm nervous about that. Why are you nervous about I don't about know. That? Maybe it might not be my best genre that I'm good at. Was your father not a classic rocker? Nope. No. <laughs> what would you describe his musical taste as outside of the Beach Boys? Uh, Motown, Beach Boys, and um, quartet gospel. Okay. So a little bit different than classic rock. A little bit different. Now, he might know, he might have known some of these songs, but. Wasn't he also a big fan of some of uh, Madonna's work in the 90s? <laughs> I think he didn't want me near Madonna in the 90s. <laughs> All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you uh, the first part of some of these songs. And I need either the title, oh, no. the artist, or for you just to sing the part you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I don't want any of you to yell at me in your cars if you know the song. So, Kelly, these are some of the biggest classic rock songs of all time. Oh, you're trying to make me. Again, instantly identifiable by the opening part. And I would like to preface this by saying I do not know what he's playing. Of course you don't. Why would I, why would I tell you? That ruined the whole thing. Okay, I'm going to close my eyes. What does that have to do with it? It helps me. You're going to close your eyes. Okay. It helps my senses. Why don't you lay down? No. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, I, I'm good. Okay, close your okay. eyes. Cover them with your hands. No, I don't need to do that. No, go ahead. Okay. Please. <laughs> More of your face. A rude person <laughs> this morning. All right, here we go. Song number one. Will Kelly be able to identify this one? Oh, no. Brandon. Oh, come on. I know I know it. Title, artist, or any of the words in the song? <laughs> you already know I'm bad at this. Oh, there's know, people right it. now going, oh my I know. Gosh. I know they're they're dying. I know. I'm sorry. Just give me another chance. Just hang on. No, it's hum what it sounds like. You mean to give you do you need a hint on this one? It's a really long It's over seven minute song. Is it a, a simple man? No, it is not simple man. Is it uh, something by... Uh, no, look, you can't just <laughs> randomly start guessing classic well, songs. Yeah, why can't I just know the word? Why can't you play any words? Because that would give it away. It's talking about how it's instantly identifiable from the first part. Except for people that didn't grow up with this. What is it? It's by the band Led Zeppelin. Oh, <laughs> Do you have any idea of the, this song right here? Uh, uh, I think I do know it, but I have to hear the words. Okay. Well, that gives it all away then. That ruins the whole well, point. Well, okay. That's Stairway to Heaven. Oh, no. People hate me right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Let me try to redeem myself. I'm All right. sweating. Here we go. Why are you sweating? You know I sweat when I get nervous. Did you forget your antiperspirant? No, it's on. It's on, but it's it's activated. Well, it ain't Let's working. Go. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like it's my Because fault? you know I'm good at this stuff, and I don't know this. That's uh, Lenny Kravitz. Something. It's not Lenny Alice in Chains. It's not Alice in Chains. Alice in Wonderland. It's not Alice in Wonderland. Alice. I, Alice in Chains. If it's not Alice in Chains, I don't know another Alice. Alice. Cooper. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I had to just talk it out. Thank you. 
Y'all, I was scared of all these people. I'm sorry. What about this one? Dream on. Oh, boom. You got one. All right. What what about this one? It goes real. It's a money song. I'll give you that one. It's called Money. Yeah. These are the most identifiable classic rock intros for songs. Give me the band. I don't know the band, but I know the song. It starts with an F. Oh, oh, uh, what's her name? It's, it's the dude that rode the skateboard, right? Yes. Oh, Fleetwood Mac. Boom. Okay. What about, I don't know, this one? No, that was not it. Uh, Female act. Joan Jett. No. Heart. Heart, yeah, there you go. All right, I have the final two. I will be extremely <laughs> disappointed if you get oh, either of these makes- wrong. Like, literally, it would almost be a fireable offense. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell people that. Then it'll be offensive to them. I know that. Most of these have been. I just would like all of you to know that I love you before oh. I do this. Oh, so, um, um, no, 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 uh, not sweet, not, um, <laughs> you're making no, me nervous. not sweet home Alabama. No, 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 uh, no, 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 um, Hotel California. Boom! There you go. <laughs> I had to sing it. <laughs> All right. All right. Final one. If you don't get this oh, one, gosh. you're immediately... I'm going to hit eject and you're done. Oh, no. Oh, she doesn't know it. Yes, I do. She doesn't know Yes, it. I do. I'm just letting everyone have their chance. Fireable offense. Oh. Freebird. Okay, so maybe I was a little slower on those, y'all, but I'll work on my classic rock. So again, these were supposed to be the songs instantly identifiable by the first couple of notes. Kelly identified them all (laughs) within 20 minutes. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, lots of people are going out and getting the COVID vaccine, right? And for those of us who are fully vaccinated, like myself and my wife, there is now an opportunity at free beer. You're so upset. Oh, my gosh. Why would I be upset about this? Because you've already gotten vaccinated and you didn't get a free beer. Oh, I'll go and I'll get one, though, because here's what you have to do. Sam Adams is giving you the chance to get a free beer, but you have to go into a spot and order it at a bar. So the deal is if you go to a bar and you order a Sam Adams and you show your vaccination sticker or a bandage or your vaccination card, they will send you $7 to cover the cost of the beer. Wow. Sam Adams is buying you a beer. So what I'm looking for at this point, I didn't get a vaccination sticker. It didn't say I've been vaccinated, Mm. but I do have my card. Yeah. Or if anybody could find me a roll of those stickers. (laughs) That is so wrong. (laughs) What? (laughs) A roll of stickers. Can you imagine if I found 100 stickers? I I promise this guy has come before, but but man, that's funny. Sam Adams could send me 700 bucks. <laughs> wow. I just put on different hats. Yeah, right. And glasses. Glasses. Different mm-hmm. shades of my facial hair. Right. So. I don't think that's going to work. So we did the whole uh, second vaccine. What day did we do that? Was it, Thursday. Was it Thursday? Or yeah, Friday. No, it was Thursday. Because interestingly enough, my wife woke up on Thursday night 
and had one of those, you know, it's like basically you get the vaccination and a lot of times a lot of people have some type of, uh, I wouldn't, I don't even know if I'd call it a side effect, but there's a, a little a bit of a reaction yeah. because your body is beginning to build the defense for COVID-19 and it fires up all these antibodies and stuff like that. So your body begins to fight and you start to feel a little bit tired. Like I felt fatigued yeah. on Friday. Mm-hmm. The great thing was my wife told me in the middle of the night between Thursday and Friday, I feel so sick. And remember I came in here and I said something about it and you're like, oh, I wouldn't make fun of her just yet. Uh-huh. And by about 8.30, I was going, oh, yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. My immune system is kind of kicking right now. Yeah. And I felt it. I felt fatigued. But that's all that ever happened to me. No fever, no major pains, no aches. I just felt a little bit tired. Mine's coming up on Wednesday, so. Just be prepared for it. Yeah. Some people have zero response. Like, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Stan Jones. He said his mother's 94, and she had no reaction whatsoever to either one of the vaccines Hmm. at the age of 94. So, yet his girlfriend was kind of in the bed for about three days, not feeling her best. Kind of fatigued. never know. So, Leslie went the whole weekend not feeling great until about 4 o'clock yesterday, where she all of a sudden decided she was feeling better. Well, that's good. Yeah. Nothing like, you know, Friday and Saturday, nothing going on. Maybe she was trying to get out of WrestleMania. You think? No, but she was bedridden. She had no choice but to sit there and watch it. (laughs) Anyway, I do think it's, uh, you know, as smart as possible for us to go out there and get vaccinated. Just because. Let's get back to normal Mm -hmm. as quickly as we can. The one thing I want to figure out is, is should I still wear the mask? We need to talk to Shane Spites about this. Mm -hmm. Because my question is going to be, so let's say that. I don't get any type of uh, symptoms of COVID, you know, but am I still able to be able to, to transmit it to somebody else? So let's say I was exposed to it. My body fights it all, mm-hmm. but could I be asymptomatic? And, and, and yeah, pass it to somebody else. You see, mm-hmm. like, or, I mean, are the masks still important at this point? So that's going to be a question. I'm not even sure if science knows the answer mm-hmm. to that yet, just because the COVID vaccine is so new. But if you have your vaccination sticker or you have your card and you go to a bar and order a Sam Adams, they'll send you seven bucks. And if you have a roll of those stickers, please call 870-935-5346. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know. It's crazy. You're the crazy one. Crazy. (laughs) People are crazy. All right. Well, this woman is a terrible mom, and the proof rarely gets clearer than this. The cops in Largo, Florida, were investigating a suspected child abuse call against a 24-year-old woman named Casey. And when they were looking through her house, they saw a line of powdery illegal substance and a straw on top of her three-year-old son's children's book, Uh, The Cat in the Hat. Oh, my gosh. Well, she was arrested on charges of felony and child neglect and felony child abuse and could be facing more drug charges. But speaking of The Cat in the Hat, this morning... Morning, I saw a neighbor talking to her cat. It was obvious she thought her cat understood her. I came back into my house and told my dog. We laughed a lot. <laughs> oh, gosh. I gotta go. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Eric Birch, this is your only chance. I'm going to oh, ask wow. you to turn the radio off <laughs> ever, probably. Because you typically like to motivate us and tell us that Monday is the beginning of a brand new work week. Yep. But really, it's the beginning of a new week and a new mindset, and we can tackle whatever we want to tackle on a Monday. But according to a recent study of more than 4,000 Americans, people were asked, hey, what is your least favorite day of the week? Out of those seven days, which one is your least favorite? Kelly. 
I don't think we have to be rocket scientists <laughs> to figure out. Monday is the winner. Monday is overwhelmingly the winner. Almost 60% of people say Monday is their least favorite day of the week. So basically 60% of people say Monday is their least favorite. Tuesday comes in second. Yeah. So basically it's this whole work week thing that really messes people up. So if you think that like Monday 60%, Tuesday's only 13%. Does that tell you how overwhelming it is <laughs> yes. for people to think Monday's the worst day of the week? Yep, it now, does. Now the third worst day was a big surprise to me. Why don't you guess? Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Would it be Sunday? Yes. And I get that because Why? even though I love Sunday, like yesterday was so awesome. It was beautiful outside and all that. But in the back of my head, I've got, I've got laundry to get ready for this week. I've got food to get ready for this week. I've got work to get ready for this week. I've got to get the kids ready for this week. So that's on your yeah. mind all day long. I get it. And I wasn't thinking like that. Yeah. But it's because you're getting ready for Monday. Mm-hmm. So really all of your negativity and all of the, the bad thoughts <laughs> about the week all stem from Monday. It really does. Like, I hate Sunday because tomorrow's Monday. Yeah. That's so crazy. They were also asking the same survey, said, hey, what's your favorite day of the week? What do you think won? Saturday? 100%. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, pretty crazy. But here we are. And the thing is, we can't change the fact that today is Monday. It sure is Monday. Hitting it now. Gotta get myself through the week somehow. I had a ball Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. How about maybe this one too? I don't know. Man. What do you think? Thursday and Friday take too long before I know it. Saturday's gone, but it's Sunday now, and you can bet that I'm alright. So Monday's the least favorite day of the week. I'm thinking I need to do something to get people excited. <laughs> We'll change your day. Can we make it better for you right now? Oh, seems to work for somebody. Our job is to make Monday better, right? All she had to do was just give me that way. Slam, bam, I'm feeling all right. Make Monday better. What do you think? Is this helping? Oh yeah. She loves to laugh. She loves to sing. She, she does everything. Oh yeah, she does. She loves to move. She loves to groove. She loves a lot of things. Hey Monday, we're coming at you today. We ain't stopping.
We're going to make Monday better for you, y'all. How about this one? To the window! To the wall! To the wall! To the Let's do this. Get up and do Monday. We got this. We got this, y'all. I do my head talk. Check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? We got this thing, right? One of Kelly's favorite songs. Wrapped up like a deuce under the runner in the night. Blinded by the light. Wrapped up like a deuce under the runner. Monday might be the least popular day of the week, but. Here we go, y'all. Just like that, we were wanna be rebels who didn't have a clue. And our rock and roll t-shirts and our typically bad attitude had no excuses for the things that we've done. We were brave, we were crazy, we were mostly young. Young. We ain't scared of you now, Monday. We are ready to go. Thanks for starting your morning with us. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, April the 12th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to J.J. Foshi from Pottsville, who celebrates a birthday today. Happy birthday. Ryan Hefley from Stuttgart. Rex Key of Paragould. Sierra DeVazier has a birthday today. Seth Anderson of Piggott. April Miller. Of Jonesboro, Matt, uh, Natalie Maynard of Stuttgart celebrates today. Brandon McPherson of Pocahontas, Carrie Knight of Jonesboro celebrates. Samantha Hollis of Jonesboro celebrates a birthday today. Jessica McWayne of Stuttgart, Camden Williams going to Westside, turning 15 today. And Rainey Dawson of Tuckerman is turning 30. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Jesse James Decker is 33 today. She's a country singer. Yeah. Can I play a song that she put out that when I went back and listened to it this morning, I was like, dang. Yeah. Why was that not a big hit?
She's beautiful, too. And she works out. No, she's in great shape. Yeah. And she's had, what, like three or four kids? Mm-hmm. So Jesse James Decker is 33 today. Brooklyn Decker is 34, Sports Illustrated cover model who plays Jane Fonda's daughter, Mallory, on the Netflix series Grace and Frankie. Yeah, I'll never forget there was a movie trailer with her in it. I can't remember the movie, but it was, it was a good one. It was something about uh, the other woman or something with Cameron Diaz and her yes. and Leslie... Uh, Judd Apatow's wife. And it was a good one. Yep. That was a good one. You just, there was just an ocean scene where she's running. I just remember yellow. That's all the I only remember. part you remember. Happy birthday to Brooklyn Decker today. We'll celebrate. <laughs> Happy birthday today to Brendan Yuri, who yes. is 34. Of course, the lead singer of Panic at the Disco. Brandon Yuri, Panic at the Disco. Brandon was also in the Taylor Swift song, Me. If you remember this one? In the video, too. This was a Mary Poppins one, right? It was good. So Brandon Yuri, Panic at the Disco, 34 today. Happy birthday today to Easton Corbin, who is 39. Think about it too much. Baby, let's just go. Easton Corbin celebrating today. I'm a little more country than that. Easton Corbin's 39. Claire Danes is 42. That's Carrie Matheson on Homeland. Shannon Doherty is 50. That was Brenda Walsh on 90210. I think 90210. I'm not sure the year that it first came out, but it had to be in the early 90s. It was like the first drama yeah. that I enjoy because they all seem to be closer to my age at the time. You know? Yep. I got hooked. Later on, it was the OC. <laughs> I think I'm done talking about stuff like that now because... Now it's Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. True. David Letterman is 74 today. Ed O'Neill is 75 five from Modern Family. Yeah. And, and he's Al Bundy, Bundy. Yeah. iconic married character of all time. Hand in his pants. Mm-hmm. Love and marriage, love and marriage, go together like a horse and carriage. This, I tell you, brother, you can't have one without the other. Still legit, one of my favorite TV shows to watch. Do you remember, did you ever watch it? No. Never? I've seen a couple of episodes. Oh, gosh. You know, we have so much in common. Ken, turn the channel. This is one thing I just don't understand right there. No, it's your parents' fault. Yes. Anyway, Ed O'Neill, Al Bundy, 75 today. Oh, and we've got to celebrate this one. A big happy birthday to Vince Gill, who is 64 today. Oh, Susan Vince Gill. You know I'm a sucker, baby. Oh, what the cowgirls do. A bunch of really good songs. I've been trying to get over you. I've been spending time alone. Happy birthday to Vince Gill. Gill, 64 today. Still in you. 
do this. Don't you call me Eliza Jane. That's a good one. What about if this one? If you want to see how true love should be, then just look at us. Vince Gill, 64. Give me just one more last chance before you say we're through. I know I drive you crazy, baby. It's the best thing I can do. Just a good old boy is making noise. birthday goes out to my good friend, Vince Gill, <laughs> who turns 64 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. It is a Monday morning, and we appreciate you guys joining us for the show this morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Well, there's a big rumor out that there might be a new Real Housewives show now featuring country stars and country stars' wives. Are you ready for the Real Housewives of Nashville? So ready. So here's a story, and this kind of all started when uh, Jana Kramer posted something over the weekend showing the cameras at her home. And then we realized that Chuck Wicks and his wife had shared that cameras were at their house and DJ Silver's wife had cameras around. So then it becomes like, wait a minute. Are they beginning a reality show featuring all these wives and country stars? And it looks like that could be what's going on, according to sources. There's even talk that Brittany Aldean could be included in this as well. Definitely. And that her big Easter and all the photos and stuff that they released could have been something they filmed mm-hmm. for this reality show. So again, here's the names of people they believe are going to be involved in this. Jana Kramer, uh, Jenna Perdue, who is the wife of DJ Silver. Cassie Wicks, who is the wife of Chuck Wicks, Alexis Allen, the wife of Jimmy Allen, and Sabrina Rich, the wife of Tyler Rich. Again, are we about to be ready for the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? And if it happens, am I going to get a cameo, a guest starring role? Oh, I'm, I'm sure that's a done deal, no doubt. Because I'm wondering if maybe they're filming this, if I could be invited to come and hang out with Jana uh-huh. so I could be on the Real Housewives of Nashville. I'm sure there's definitely a possibility. You think I should go for that? Mm-hmm. Like, what if I came over for like a game night? Yeah. Or a swimming party? Yeah, right. Or but, a birthday party. Although you don't live in Nashville, so you'd have to be like some kind of guest, right? Oh, like, they'd want to play me like the Beverly Hillbillies coming to Nashville. Exactly. Oh, he's an Arkansas uh-huh. radio guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, they'd probably make me come in there in overalls and barefoot. It may not work out good for you. So anyway, we'll have to watch and see what happens with that. But the Real Housewives of Nashville could be happening. Luke Bryan was on Good Morning America to promote the release of, of the deluxe version of Born Here, Live Here, Die Here. And the album dropped this past Friday, and Luke performed the follow-up song to his number one single, Down to One. Uh, again, the song is called Waves. Here's Luke Bryan. You were made for summer just like these stars. We're under, we're made for light in this July sky. it down, made for me and you. Again, it's Luke Bryan. The song is called Waves, and it's on his album out now.
It's also on the blog if you want to go and check it out, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. It's up right now. Also a brand new song from Tim McGraw. It's called God Moves the Pen. This is about how basically in our lives we have somebody that we're interested in and the way that we write their names on different things and we commit our love via writing things down. But uh, God does his work and moves the pen for us. I don't know. It's Tim McGraw, new stuff. Check it out. Written in the sky, written in the sand. Tim McGraw, it's called God Moves the Pen, and it's up right now on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Blog. Shania Twain added another member to her family. She introduced us to Camper, her new puppy. Uh, in the photo, she posted Shania and the puppy are all snuggled up together in front of this really pretty lake front view. But Shania says to expect a lot of puppy videos from here on out. Now, she's always loved animals. She's posting, She always is posting photo, uh, photos of her other dog, Milo, and spends a lot of time with horses on her ranch, too. But you can check out Shania and her puppy. We have it up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Blog. That is the fluffiest little, is it a it's, Pomeranian? It looks like a white Pomeranian, yeah. Yeah, and that backdrop, my goodness, how pretty is that? Again, it's up on the blog today, and that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is April the 12th, and today in pop culture in 1971, RCA Records released a John Denver classic that went like this. Culture in 1973, Stevie Wonder was a guest on Sesame Street. This is the actual original video and audio. It's not going to be HD, but it's still kind of cool to hear. Again, this is 1973. A vintage look of Sesame Street. Stevie Wonder. He did a skit with Grover as well. Today in pop culture in 1988, uh, Weird Al Yankovic, he released his fifth album. It's called Even Worse. <laughs> so it's a it's based on Michael Jackson and his album was called Bad. Weird Al's album called Even Worse, and it featured his version of Bad, which Weird Al changed to Fat. I remember loving this song. Do you remember it? Yes. He also did a takeoff on the song La Bamba. 
lasagna. Yeah. La 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 lasagna. You want the summer lasagna, magnifico, or maybe spaghetti? Hey, you suppers are ready. Now where you go, mamma mia, bambino. Mamma mia, bambino, Samara. <laughs> anyway, that was the type of stuff I would Y'all, he's still laughing. <laughs> because that's the kind of stuff I would have bought as a kid. <laughs> Today in pop culture in 1989, Garth Brooks released his very first album. It was self-titled, called Garth Brooks. It featured this one. And the white line's getting longer, and the saddle's getting cold. I'm much too young to feed this damn old. It also featured this one. If tomorrow never comes And the dance And that I'm glad I didn't know The way it all would end The way it all Today in pop culture in 1999 The Backstreet Boys released this one and I want it that way Tell me why Today in pop culture in 2002, Ozzy Osbourne received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Some And today in 2005, Mariah Carey released the album The Emancipation of Mimi, and it featured this one. Today is April the 12th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Thanks for starting your day with us. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so on Monday mornings, we get to talk to Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate, who legit, out of the people I know, the most motivating person I know, and that's the reason we came up with this deal so many years ago is because, Eric, you were kind of giving us a pep talk in the studio on a, on a rough morning. And I was like, man, we need to share this with other people. That was the whole vision behind Monday Morning Motivation. Yeah, I think this was supposed to be like a real estate program at one time. <laughs> and that's what we were going to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, I think I, I, I got up one day or normally we, you know, I'd sit there in the studio with you guys for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And once we went off air, we'd sit there and communicate. And all of a sudden it was like, do you mind doing that instead of doing this? <laughs> so, you know. Here we are several years later. Yeah. So we talked earlier, and actually, uh, I was telling people that if you were listening, I was hoping you were going to turn us off. Yep. A, a new study <laughs> a study has found that uh, the overwhelming majority of Americans say the worst day of the week for them is Monday. 60% say it's Monday. Like, what was it after that? Like 13% or 19% said Tuesday, because Tuesday's the day after Monday. And then the <laughs> third worst day of the week, according to most Americans, is Sunday, because they're getting ready for Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it all reverts back to Monday. Yeah. Totally. What do you think about that for people who woke up today thinking, oh my gosh, it's Monday? Well, I would, depending on how old you are, I would say you've gotten through a few Mondays already. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we won't so count those. It, we won't count the number. 
we won't count the number. You know, some of you are more than others. Some of you are fewer than others. But, you know, think about that. Why would you dread something that it's going to happen uh, no matter, you know, for the most part, no matter what. Monday's yep. coming. And, you know, there's going to be a beginning in the middle and the, and the end. And you've gotten through it over and over and over. So does your atti- does a negative attitude towards Monday, is it a benefit to you or is it a negative to you? You know, does it does it brighten your day? Does it encourage the people around you? Does it, um, you know, does it do you any good? If you feel bad that it's Monday or you're dreading that it's Monday, does it make Monday go through, go better? Or does it make Monday go worse? No. Uh, because, when you say yeah. it like that, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. We do it to ourselves mm-hmm. because the day's going to happen regardless. <laughs> The, the, the day, I mean, that's that's the one thing you know that I don't think even Elon Musk hasn't figured out is how to stop or slow down time, right? right so right. it's coming, you know, and and I don't care. Call it whatever you want to call it. Play a trick on your mind. Do whatever you want to do. Uh, but you know, it, it's coming. Congratulations. Make it through, just like you did the week before, the week before, the week before. And I would even say, don't even say make it through. I mean. Make it joyous. Make it, hey, I, that's the first day I got it out of the way. Now it's downhill from there. However you want to look at it, mm-hmm. don't you're you're probably playing the trick on your mind that's not benefiting you. That's probably hurting you or holding you back to some degree. Okay, I want to I want to spin this one more direction. You can help me on okay. something. For a lot of people, the reason they would say Monday is their least favorite day is because it's the day that we begin the work week. It's the day that we have to set the alarm. Go, go, go. Yeah, it's go, go, go. 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 It's, it's we're doing our 40 or 60 hour week. Is that a vision of how we look at work as well? Because, I mean, you know, yeah. I'm sure there's some people who get to go out and they're going to play, you know, some jam packed uh, concert tour. They're probably excited about that day. Yeah, absolutely. And so think about this. And, and I can't say I've, I've tested it. I've done it. Definitely done it many times in my life. Uh, but your alarm goes off, and maybe it's a Saturday morning. Maybe it's that morning that you necessarily don't have to get up, which that being said, in today's time and society, I think just as many people probably jump up on Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday as they do on Monday yeah. for different reasons, mm-hmm. but it's just all of our hectic schedules. Um, but So think about this. if you you know Say your alarm goes off 530, and it's a Sunday morning, and hey, you were going to get up and do something. You promised yourself, I'm going to get up and walk, I'm going to get up and ride, I'm going to get up and work in the yard or whatever else. But yeah, 5.30, I didn't get in bed as soon as I wanted to, maybe I had a drink, maybe whatever it is, and you go, ah, I'm just going to turn this alarm off and I'm going to wait till 6, maybe 6.30 or 7. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt any better Two hours later when you got up, or did you really feel the same or maybe even worse? It's worse because you're more rushed. Yeah, it probably is, honestly. And you also, you already, so within the first 30 minutes, hour, two hours of the day, whatever it is, however long you slept, you've already let yourself down. I mean, the very first decision of the day was, no, I'm not going to do what I told myself I was going to do. I'm actually going to sleep in because this bed feels so good and I think I'll feel better here in 30 minutes or an hour. I just need one more hour. And I agree with you, Kelly. I've never, I've done it. You know, I've laid there in bed and thought, "Ah, no, this bed feels so good. The pillow feels so good. The temperature is just perfect. Why does that happen? Like first thing in the morning when I can't get comfortable (laughs) all night, but all of a sudden first thing in the morning, 
you know, these like seven seconds are the best, you know, best time of my, of my life. You know, but then you, you roll over and you drift back off to sleep. And when you wake up, you go, oh, my gosh, I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. I didn't get to do what I planned on doing. Now I am rushed. You know, I don't get to go in there and whatever your your morning ritual may be, sip on my coffee, check on this, read the paper, do you know, whatever it is. So so think about that. The next time your alarm goes off, you go, man, if I just had 15 more minutes. no. Get up and be productive in that 15 minutes. Get up and do something that is going to be inspirational, uplifting. And again, don't let yourself down. I think I've, I've talked about it before where you know, I was talking to a gentleman and the, you know something about being a liar came up. And I mean, this gentleman just got totally offended. I'm not a liar. I don't ever lie to anybody. Da, 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 da. And I go, well, have you ever started a diet and not finished it? Well, yeah, but what does that matter? I said, well, then you lied to yourself. Ooh. You know, so we, we, we lie to our, how often do we lie to ourselves? How many times have you guys lied to yourselves this morning? No, I can tell you, I lie to myself much more than I lie to anybody else. Uh-huh, uh-huh. We, we're going to let ourselves down each and every single day. We're going to say, we're going to do this and guess what? Hey, yeah, I just don't feel like it. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be nicer to my spouse. And then all of a sudden, you know, they do what they always do. What, what, mm-hmm. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to read that book. I'm going to watch that in- inspirational video. I'm going to do these things and guess what? You know, another day goes by, another day goes by, another day goes by, and then all of a sudden we're two years, three years, four years in. Yeah. So that's why I said, look at, take your goals, take what, I try, try to make it as simple as possible. Record your goals, you know, talk to yourself for two, three, four minutes, and then just hit play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm trying to, you know, as we talked about last week, do something that's very, very simple, very, very easy because uh, the minute you start trying to complicate things, I think you've, we've all heard the, you know, the KISS rule, you know, keep it simple, stupid, yep. uh, because the more we complicate it, you know, well, if you had to run around the block three times, jump up and down, touch your toes, touch your nose, and then you got to go to the gym, then you've got a good reason not to go to the gym, right? Yep. But if it's, you know, hey, I'm just going straight to the gym, you know, then it's it's a pretty easy, and maybe it's even on my way to work, and maybe I can throw my clothes in the car so I don't have to come back home to get ready. I can get ready there, and it, you know, so keeping it as simple as can be, um, you know, each and every single day, no matter what it is, business, life, finances, you know, body, health, anything that goes along those lines, you know, it's what it's all about. So think about that the next time your alarm goes off and you go, oh my gosh, if I just had 15 more minutes. You do have 15 more minutes. It's totally up to you how you spend it. But if you'll stop letting yourself down, then it's a whole lot easier to take care of others around you as well. Love that. Eric Birch from Birch & Co. Real Estate with your Monday morning motivation. Have a great week, man. You guys as well. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we mentioned earlier this morning that there might be a reality show coming out based on Famous females and wives of country stars, the real housewives of Nashville. And I can tell you from, you know, my buddy who lives in Nashville, who said, you know, 20 years ago, Nashville was kind of like a city. They were trying to figure out what was going to happen with it. Mm -hmm. It was Music City, but it wasn't as hip and fun as Las Vegas, Los Angeles, New York. And all of a sudden, like there was this revitalization of Broadway, Music Row, and all these 
different clubs and, and establishments started opening. All the country stars really started embracing Nashville. All kinds of people moved to Nashville. And now you can't get around in the city because there are so many people there. And the people are there chasing their dreams. Yeah. So is it time for us to have this reality show, The Real Housewives of Nashville? And one of the rumors that I was reading, and this kind of all started with Jana Kramer, who posted a deal over the weekend of camera crews in her house and, you know, like, what are they there for? And she's real good at going to her social and having people speculate as to what's happened. Yeah. But then people were digging a little bit deeper and realized, wait, Brittany Aldean has had crews there. Uh, Chuck Wicks's family has had people at their house. DJ Silver, Jimmy Allen. Like, so is it true? And then I started thinking, imagine... You know, you're living your life, and all of a sudden, in comes the camera crew. Oh, wow. Because even though, like, we can go to social media, and we can think that we know people. Oh, I think I know them because they they document their lives. Here's the truth. We don't know them. That's true. We know what they want us to see. Mm -hmm. But when the cameras are there, we see all sides. Because really, the people who are documenting this can spin it however they want. It's like anybody who's gone on The Bachelor or, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette, any of those shows, they always have somebody who's the goody two-shoes. They uh-huh. have the person who's supposed to be the bad guy, the heel. Right. The and villain. It, it depends on how the producers want to spin it because guess what? Everybody could be the good guy. Everybody could be the bad guy. But which one do the producers think fit the role? <laughs> so if they came to us yeah. and said, hey, let's do a Real Housewives of Arkansas Radio. And they were going to follow our lives. Yeah. Would you sign up for it? With, uh, if my family was okay with it, I would. You would? Yeah. Because I feel like that we have a lot that people could follow that they don't know that would be like, oh, wow, that's cool. And maybe a lot of stuff. Well, then that goes both ways, I guess. Stuff you don't want to show. Yeah, probably. Because I think that's everybody. We all have these these sides of, hey, like we have these great stories and we do these really fun things and great opportunities. But at the same point, like I don't want people to see me when I'm at my worst. Yeah, I don't want people seeing me get out of my bed in the morning. Yeah. Or guess what? Let's just be real. We live in a world in relationships where there's going to be an argument. What? And guess what? <laughs> in the argument, you might not look your best. <laughs> You You would be so upset. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't think I could. Do you think your family could do it? Kai would probably be the star. Oh, he would love it. Yeah. But he'd he'd be setting up. It would be like a a reality show mixed up with like punked because he'd be trying to play pranks and setting you up all the time. He'd want the camera attention. Of course. Yeah. Who would be the most likable in my family? Your wife, no doubt. (laughs) <laughs> you feel like you have to say that. No, I'm saying that on purpose, Leslie. Yeah, no, I get it. I think I'm the easiest to get along with. What about in my family? Uh, I'd probably hang out with Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Kurt. So there you go. The Real Housewives of Nashville could be happening. I will turn down any reality <laughs> show offering. So like if I get a message from Jana asking if I want to be a part of this, I think I'm going to say no. I would hate to turn it down. Also, I don't Uh live in Nashville, so maybe that might slow us down a little bit. It could. The Real Housewives and their friends. Is that a good show? And their stalkers. (laughs) 
Oh. Wait a minute. Did I say that out loud? Which one am I? You're the stalker. Oh, thanks a lot, Kelly. I appreciate it. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know three NFL teams have never had the first overall pick in the draft? The Denver Broncos, the Baltimore Ravens, and the Seattle Seahawks. So does that mean they've never been in last place? It would seem to mean that, right? It would seem to mean that. Thank you, Kelly. Yes. Did you know (laughs) President Grover Cleveland was 27 years older than his wife, which isn't necessarily creepy on the surface, but he was good friends with her father. He met her shortly after she was born and even babysat for her when she was a child. No, no, no. (laughs) Okay, that's where it got a little bit weird for me. Yeah, yeah. There's that. All All right. And did you know Canada had a rap song hit number one on its charts 10 years before the U.S. had a rap song hit its charts. The Canada rap song was Rapper's Delight. Oh, my gosh. 1980. First rap, rap song, song on the charts. Happened in Canada. Yep. <laughs> this is a Sugar Hill Gang, right? Mm-hmm. I used to love this song. Let's see if I remember it. Damn. Another one bites the dust. Oh. That's what it sounds like, isn't it? Let's see. I am. Oh, is that how it starts? Yeah. No, are you in a different song? Probably. I don't know. I am one to Mike and I like. Oh. I said a hit. No. Now what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove. My friends are gonna try to move your feet. You see, huh? I am one the mic and I like to say hello. See, we can wrap that song. Yeah, white, I can do this. The and the brown, the purple and yellow. You wanna try it? No. Bang, bang, the boogie to the boogie. Say, up, jump the boogie to the bang, bang, boogie. Let's rock. You don't stop. Rock the rhythm and I'll make you. Okay, I like that. That's All good. Right. Okay. So 10 years later in 1990, the U.S. got our first rap song that was at the top of the chart. This one right here. Oh, nineteen ninety. Are you serious? Yep. This was iconic for nineteen ninety. Everybody loved this. Robbie Van Winkle, right? Word to your mother. Yeah, easy, easy. Now that the party is jumping with the bass kicked in and the Vegas all pumping, quick to the point, to the point, no faking. Look at him, she's like a pound of bacon, burning up. Being quick and nimble, I go crazy when I hear a cymbal and a hi hat. With a souped up tempo, I'm on a roll. It's time to go solo. Rolling. Wow. The first number one rap song in the U.S. Wow. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so I mentioned earlier today that um, I have a little bit of an issue with my jeans. I bought some Levi's a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the issue became that I bought some Levi's, uh, and then I started trying to be better about my diet and my exercise. And I think I've lost a little bit of belly already. Um, And I think my jeans look a little bit bag. Stand up. Don't just say it to be mean, though. No, I'm I'm not. Just I want the truth. Uh, Okay. Let me tell you. (laughs) When I tell the truth, you get upset. No, that's fine. If you're being honest. Okay. Sometimes I think you tell the truth with the idea that you need the truth to be funny. Okay. I will not. I will not try to make anyone laugh. Okay. Now, let me tell you. These jeans have just been washed on the hot cycle and dried on the hottest cycle available to try to cinch so them up. So you want them bit. to look tight? 
Well, I want them to look a little more fitted because if my shirts look a little more fitted, nobody wants a tight looking shirt and baggy jeans. Okay. Some people may, but. No, that ain't a good look. Okay. That ain't a good one. All right. Quit procrastinating and let me see. I'm standing up. Do my jeans. You can't even see from Lift there. up. Where, let me see your waist. No, I'm not going to show my belly. No, show me how no, much you lost. No, I'm not going to show my belly. Why? Because, why would no, I? I'm just saying show me like like right there how much you've lost. Okay. See? Oh, wow. You have lost a lot. But okay. is that too much? Well, it looks like they're going to fall off of you if you don't put a belt on. Well, I don't have a belt today. But oh. do they look too baggy down here? Um, Compared to my shirt. No. Let me walk over there. You, oh, it you, looks ridiculous. You fill the time. Okay, everyone, I am filling the time. He's walking over here, and, oh, he's got a strut going on because he has his boots on. Do they well, look too baggy? No, I don't think they look baggy. In the back? Uh, no. Right I here? think they're, no. What, a little bit baggy? I don't, what, you think you're losing your rear end? No, but. Kai your wife said, said like, that you would never lose that. <laughs> no, that, that's impossible. But Kai told me it looked like I had poop in my pants. Wait, it, what? <laughs> because it looked like they were sagging a little more than normal. And I'm like, well, it's because I wore pants that were way too tight. I've never heard that. It looks like, like you have poop in your pants. You know how when a baby has a diaper and on and know. it goes in the diaper? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a little bit. That's what he thought. Jeez, Brandon. I didn't, though. That's what. Forget it. So anyway, so maybe my jeans being baggy is kind of like the new thing because the CEO of Levi's says that skinny jeans, after dominating about 10 years, after dominating the decade, Skinny jeans are going out. This according to the CEO of Levi's. And you know how many jeans they sell? Yeah. They can look at the the metrics, the analytics. They can look at the data. And they're saying that because of the pandemic, uh, people decided they wanted more comfort. They wanted wider legs. They didn't want to feel like they were being constricted by those skinnier jeans. It's so funny because I was such a person when the skinny jeans came in, you know, that was a big thing. I was like, never. I've got big thighs. I'm never going to wear those jeans ever. And then now that's basically all I wear. And now it's going to switch again. And now I'm like, what? Wait. Yeah. But then you start to wonder because we've wore these for so long, like, am I going to look boxy or my shirt's going to have to be bigger as well? Because nobody wants a fitted t-shirt or a shirt. And real baggy, like, legs. And then you got to change all your shoes, too, because because you can't wear the same shoes sometimes with skinny jeans that you can with flared or longer jeans. Well, and the shoes have become such a big part of the outfit. And, like, Uh that's where I still, I've never been able to be good at that part. Like, you can see people who can do, like, the skinny jeans, tapered leg, cool shoes, and, like, that works. Like, for me, that never has looked right. Yeah. It's my body type. But, again, the CEO of Levi says he doesn't believe skinny jeans are going away forever. And for everybody, but he does think people are going looser, baggier, and more comfort. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So imagine this. Imagine having a job where you get paid to travel and go to baseball games and eat. Okay. <laughs> Legit. It's a real deal right now. There's a website called Bonus Finder, and they want to pay somebody to become what they call a Major League Baseball food tester. And the idea is, is that they're going to basically uh, send you out to Major League baseball parks around the country to watch baseball games, eat hot dogs, and send them reports on how the food is. That's awesome. They're going to pay all of your trans, your accommodations, all that different stuff, and give you $500 to basically eat hot dogs and watch baseball. Hmm. So if you want to find out more, bonusfinder.com is the website. And it's weird because like, I don't know what it is about hot dogs, but like, I'm okay eating a hot dog if I'm at a baseball game. It tastes different. 
I think. There's something about eating a hot dog at home that doesn't taste as good as one you would buy somewhere else. Yeah, like at the ballpark. Yeah, it's weird. Mm -hmm, It is weird. So if you're going to make hot dogs at home, Mm -hmm. like do you ever make them? Hardly. How would you make them? Grill. On the grill. Mm -hmm. Every time. Probably, yeah. What about the microwave? Uh, I don't think I have a, I'm very skilled with the microwave and hot dogs because I always blow them up. That's gross. <laughs> no. You know, to split the, the well, wiener yeah. right down the middle. Yeah, but I you just, realize that when it's about to explode, you probably should stop just a few seconds before that. That's why I don't do it. So then there was the Foreman grill. We used to do some hot oh, dogs yeah. on the Foreman mm-hmm. grill. And then uh, let me tell you the way that, that Kai does not like them. Can I tell you? He would rather Kai, my son, would rather eat a cold hot dog than to eat one that has been heated up in boiling water. There's something about the ones in boiling water. They're like, I don't know. Ugh. You know, like they don't have the look either. Yeah, it's like the it's like the color has been drained for them from them, and they're like grayish looking or something. I don't know. That's yeah. That sounds kind of gross. Yeah. Have you ever done that though? Uh, yeah. There's lots of concession stands that do that. In the in the boiling water? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. Don't tell me that. <laughs> anyway, you ever drank the water afterward? Uh, that's gross. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we talk about the least favorite day of the week and how we can make Monday better. I really appreciated our chat with Eric Birch, Monday Morning Motivation, mm-hmm. because legit, the way he was talking to us, and I'll give you kind of like, here's the, the uh, Cliff Notes version. Basically, Monday is going to happen anyway, so deal with it. Mm -hmm. Do your best. Make it as good as it can possibly be, right? Because it's going to happen. Yeah. And our mindset is what determines how our day is going to be. So uh, that's on the podcast today if you want to check it out. Plus, we tell you how you can go out and uh, get a free beer for being vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I also give a, a health update on myself and my wife after our second dose of the vaccine. Plus, is the Real Housewives of Nashville a real reality show? And will I get a guest starring role? We'll talk all about that on today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Voice, part three of the Battle Rounds, American Idol, the top 12 will be revealed. Watch what happens live on Bravo, Nicole Byer and Keenan Thompson. And then tonight's schedule also includes All American, All Rise, Black Lightning, Debris and Bull. I hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.